0: Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage in beautiful gorgeous sunny santa cruz california today was not a scorcher but it was absolutely it was epic stunning outside
1: it It was an amazing
0: day for a ride and wrenching totally Mm -hmm. i I got a little little sweaty my name is douglas i'm your host tonight running the board is big ol i told you i told you i told (laughs) you we got howard in the corner good evening thanks for having me you're welcome oh boy next to him is sonia hi We got Bex.
1: What
2: what? Aloha.
3: Naked Jim. I gotta mix it up. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna tongue punch the fart box box. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Why not? Moving on, on the pretty girl couch, we have Yuri
0: Berrigan. (laughs) Use a dental dam, Jim.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, on. Safety,
0: Safety third. Joining him on the pretty girl couch is Mac. Hi, how you guys doing? (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: we got Charlie hey what's up and finally Micah
1: yo yo wiki wiki
0: wiki wiki <laughs>
3: Micah still Indeed. has her shin guards on it, which is wicked she's gonna <laughs> like they
1: <laughs> keep my legs warm they're right.
4: great <laughs> well done multi-purpose
1: we had, uh, Charlie doesn't sh- mind either
3: <laughs> Charlie's spanking uh, that shit look at him go
4: you
0: girl. Liza is in Pakistan doing her uh, Chikistan trip right now, yes. so she's not. Yeah, we're missing
1: a couple. So people.
0: Uh, check out her Facebook page, also um, the Recycle Facebook page for updates and photos and stuff to see what she's up to. They got Um, their bikes, apparently. They got their bikes, and they're about to head out. Right off the assembly line bikes. They're they're not step-throughs. They're they're what... uh, Their Honda's not made by Honda, but they're like 150s or 250s? Like like 125s or something? No, they're 150s, Yeah, They're
5: they're like the CB150F, I think.
6: Yeah, something like that. They're pakistan They look cool, but they're brand-freaking-new, and it's cool. Bigel was in their Pakistan manufacturer, but they were badged and licensed under Honda or something like that. I think they actually have a factory there. They but. do? Okay. Yes. okay,
1: there you go. I think, go. I think they, they produce a bike every under a minute. Like every,
3: every 23 seconds. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, two a minute. 75,000 motorcycles A bike a month. comes off Thank the line. you, wow. Henry Ford. What the fuck? Right.
7: <laughs> it's like an iPhone
3: factory
0: over yeah. yeah. there. Right. Oh, With less suicide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs>
1: it was fancy, though. They even had a banner behind them.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and, and, and flowers. And I think on their first day, they went to uh, the border, uh, the flag lowering ceremony at the border.
2: Oh, that's the, a cool yeah, the starter. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I look I want forward them, to stories. I want them yep.
6: shirts that they got. Yeah. <laughs> the cool black t-shirts. Yep, totally. <laughs> so what did we do today? Anybody get anything done? I fuck I,
0: off. Do
5: I, we, <laughs> ro- we rode motorcycles.
0: We did. I think I let's, everybody Let's talk about the garage real quick, then we'll get to the rides. Um, well, I did general maintenance. I did the valves on the XR650R. I degreased. uh checked the air filter. Um... Did a bunch of other stuff. When was the last time you checked the air filter? Actually, last week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: how did, how last it last week it was another story. What?
0: Last week it was pretty much glazed over. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Doug- I, I can tell, like on cell if it pops less, I'm like, yeah. Eh, it's time to check oh.
2: That means it's jetted properly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did so, my chain. Yeah, you did your chain. How exciting! Yeah.
1: You uh, did, I, you I did pulled out your a, chain. Yes. So I've had this long standing dent in my tank that I pulled uh-huh. out almost to non existent. And that was a really fun um, adventure. And that thing, that,
2: that thing works, <laughs> right?
1: Don't use the heat gun with gas. She's well, like, yeah, but, I want to yeah. use the heat gun on my tank with <laughs> gasoline in it, so what girl. Is, <laughs> it
0: doesn't get it hot to flashpoint. Yeah. Exactly, well, that, I'm that's what I am
1: thinking. What but everybody was hesitant, so I didn't I do it. I thought
4: right. it'd be fine. But before you yeah. use the heat gun and, and the, the suction cup, though, you use something else to pull the dent out, right? No,
1: actually, that was like uh, an I <laughs> Yeah, so it was an idea, it was but a, the heat gun, as well as a suction cup dildo. I was going to say. <laughs> so that was my plan. A large plan.
0: suction t- With a really big it handle. Was, yeah,
1: it was a tool. It is a and large sometimes suction tool. they are only tools. <laughs> it's
4: a very large suction tool.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this thing is enormous. <laughs> Make sure you it's wash that enormous. before you take it home. Yeah, It's a dirty dick.
6: It's the <laughs> like, it yeah. so has grease the guys don't use that. It's, it's too intimidating to use. Yeah, to, well to it use. has
1: a solid suction cup. Um yep, very it, very And it pulled out some of the dent so that was, I was oh, impressed.
0: It yeah.
3: hilarious. I, 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 wait, wait, can I just a stop a, uh, for a second? Like a quarter size. You d- d- actually d- d- used the, the three foot dildo to pull a dent out of your yeah. nostril? Yep. Out of your <laughs> Men and shit. their really?
1: measurements, <clears throat> particularly about penises, it is not three feet. How did it's
3: you like get a like one and one one half right. foot.
6: <laughs> Whatever it is, anyway, it's bigger than it mine. The size doesn't matter. That's the only important part. way bigger
1: than mine. Right. That's awesome. This is important. However, it did. It turned into a tool and that was quite amusing. And then I found out that it was actually a suggestion that was kind of a, just a joke, um, but, but it worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah. So, and then there's this other tool that is a true suction cup polar outer thing, and I help me with. <laughs> that's my description. Yeah, it's a it's more.
0: a it's a disc with thread coming off of it that a
1: bolt that's threaded. A Bolt
0: that's threaded, and mm-hmm. you you put this. How do I describe this? You put some adhesive... There's a metal bar There's a hole in it, and then there's two posts that come down that touch the gas tank. You put uh, hot glue on the disc, plunk it onto the dent, put the bar over it, and then there's a nut that you twist that pulls the dent out of the gas tank, and then you take the hot glue off and keep moving it around and do it a few times until eventually, as long as there's no crease around that dent, it should come mostly out, and it looks a lot better than it did. It may not be perfect,
1: Yeah, my tank (laughs) looks way better.
0: It's better. It's nice. Yeah,
1: that's cool. So that was fun. That's we what had I
0: a did. we had a guy <laughs> that um, bought a Virago 550 from a buddy of mine, uh, come by today to do an oil change, mm-hmm. and uh, mistakenly took off the drive shaft cover on the engine, Oops. and then uh, during putting it back on, broke the O ring that was on it.
6: Ooh. Oh, oh, he also is, it's the bike was also neglected. And so uh, one of the threads that held the cover for that, uh, yeah, kind of, it well that, it that may or not itself. be related to being neglected, it be but, yeah, it but it may
0: have been, th- you know, stripped for a while. So we got him yeah. a tiny bit longer bolt, and it seemed to hold, and we. Uh, knock and I put um, gasket maker around underneath the O-ring, put the O-ring back in, and then <laughs> we just put a big glob of <laughs> gasket maker where the gap was, and we told the dude, clean up the um, inside circumference of the engine, and, and we plunked it in there, and then we went for a ride, and we came back, and he was gone, so... it hmm. probably fine. Seemed to be work okay. I was yeah, like, dude, if this thing fine. leaks, then get a new O-ring. Like ASAP. Yeah. Did you also leak,
1: tell him to like fix it properly? I said, soon? It, If
0: it doesn't leak, get an O ring and do it when you can. Yep. So I haven't heard anything after that, but
3: uh got yeah. him down the road. Cool. The it was West. it was
0: funny. Um this my buddy calls me a couple weeks ago and he's like, I got this thing on Craigslist and uh I put gas in it, put a new battery and I'm um, I turn it on, and it's just pissing gas everywhere. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything right now. I'll be right there. So I went to Capitola and uh, got in his garage. And I'm looking and poking and prodding and turn the, turn the bike on and try to turn it over. And, and sure enough, gas is spewing out from this. It looks like what it's a uh, like an evap system. Oh, yeah. And oh, I was like, really hold on one Trouple second. Canister? Do you have a hammer? <laughs> Oh, shit. Always the best. He's one. like, yeah, I got I got a little ball-peen hammer right here. And I was like, okay, hold on one second. Put the bike upright. I tapped both sides of the carb. I was like, now turn it on. Turn it on, no gas comes out. I'm like, dude, the thing's been sitting for like a year and a half. Wow. The, float, the float was stuck down. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the EVAP was uh, the, the drain for the, uh, the overflow. Oh, mm, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. So... <clears throat> Man, that was kind of cool. I like on the way over there. I knew I was like, I'm just gonna tap the carbs and it's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what nice. kind of bike? Was but it like again? blew his mind that it was <laughs> such an easy fix. Yeah. Whoa! But so you know, you know he, sold it, he sold it to this kid, and you know, it, it doesn't look like much, but it's a great bike. It runs good. It's, it's turnkey. So that's uh, some
1: knowledge that y- mm-hmm. You have an experience prior to that one.
4: Yeah. or four. The technical term for that is per- percussive maintenance. Percussive. Right. That's yeah. exactly what it of course, is. So. Every now and then you do percussive maintenance. Let's and you wake uh-huh. this fucker up. Tap a hole in the bowl
3: <laughs> and you're like, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, anybody else get anything done today in the garage? No, I don't think so. No, no, no it was kind of a slow day. Bit. Yeah. Um, I showed up at 11, opened the garage, and it was just me and Ryan, I think. He's the guy that came about a year ago with a with a katana Oh yeah, and then Jake showed up, and sh- oh, Jake did some shit today. She um yeah. she mm-hmm. JB welded a hole in her in her header. <laughs>
6: Wait, oh, was her header? Oh, it was, oh, header? Oh, yeah, it was a header. Oh shit, I that's thought it was the, like the uh-oh. pipe, like this. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It was it was a header.
4: not gonna last.
3: It's, like, gonna be fine. Uh-oh, bad it's gonna be fine. None, it's, it's, <laughs>
4: gonna be, road, right?
6: it's
2: gonna be fine. Not the
3: header. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's her motto around here. It's gonna be fine. So here's here's what I'll say. That I I want to speak to this for just a moment. So I've obviously known Jake since she's been in into motorcycles. Her initial. Repair. I
2: hope so.
3: The first repair she ever made on a motorcycle was like crushing half of a beer can and shoving it in to replace an air filter, and that's what made her moped go. It was a Mountain Dew that's can, right? Mountain okay, Thank you. I Doug. helped her do that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, you and Megan were such inspirations <laughs> to her, and um, so she is like queen of the ghetto repair. So I'm not surprised at any of this, but yeah. She didn't just
6: take a like a tin can and some hose
0: clamps and just. No, it, there was too much air going in, and we she stuffed the the um it was like a semi-crunched can yeah like stepped on to squeeze the foam filter more towards no, the car to restrict No, I'm talking about the,
6: the exhaust. Oh, the exhaust today. That'd have been way better. Oh, eh. a beer can. Yeah, yeah, you take a piece of beer can or whatever or yeah. and you wrap it. And the JB is going to be fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. I,
0: it's I will bet the you money. First I'll bet you ten bucks right now. It'll last at least a month. Ooh, ten bucks A month?
6: Not, uh, oh, I don't know about that. You're like seven hundred degrees. Well, then, then I an I easy see. ten bucks for you, buddy. I'm dude. not going to fucking put my Doug,
0: reputation
4: I, on not, I <laughs> it.
6: I don't want
0: to say. I don't want reputation. I was going oh, to say it's a bad idea, so that's all I wanted to say.
4: Doug, I would take that bet, but I don't want to take your money. But I guarantee you, the first time that that gets heated up to full operating temperature. Temperature, yeah, it, is, so. it is. It is going to blow that plug <laughs> in. Right when when I say yeah, header, I I say header this is two. on. This
0: is. Parallel to the ground header. Well, it's an 83 no, it's it's not on, like It's on one of the bends, It's though. on the bend. It's okay, like j- facing the ground. It's, but it's, it, not, it's not like
1: okay, so on the
0: exhaust part. When it yeah. blows,
1: she's going to leak oil right where her tire is?
0: No, there's no oil in there. It's just the exhaust coming
5: out. <laughs> it's exhaust. Oh, yeah. okay. It just okay. sounds yeah, less cool. It's just going to so sound gonna ex- awful. It's
0: going to exhaust a little bit more. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> We're going to find out. We'll see. Well, and if it does, then we'll hear it.
6: Jake, if you're listening to this... No. <laughs> it
0: <is. laughs> it no. improves the top
5: end
4: and opens it up. <laughs> yeah.
3: If that's the worst if that's the worst thing that happens to Jake while she's riding a bike, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'd say we're so. okay.
4: It, it's a, it's a fun experiment to try
3: at least. Oh fuck, that girl's crashed more than anybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie. Yes. You went on a ride this morning.
0: I did. What'd you do? Well, nobody died this time, so let's oh, a yeah. Yeah. deal of success. <laughs>
5: that's Tell us about it. Did anybody crash? No. Okay. no. No crashes, no deaths, no nothing. Just. Laura, uh, of- did
0: you go on this ride too? Yeah. Yes. There were some, did. some dead, dead bugs. That's about I it.
8: Did You'd, uh-huh. I
0: did too. I'm sorry.
8: Everybody oh, yeah, feels. Like, forgets the girls so, we no, did. it's not
5: about that we did our JFR and t- 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 we bad. met up with the San Francisco Motorcycle Club like halfway through our ride and halfway through their ride and then we all rode back what, down to where did you guys Berger. meet where did you guys start we started at Firefly Cafe is that is that going to be the, the hot new jam spot for motorcyclists <laughs> they for, don't for have for beer so be, they don't have what beer well, where else are we gonna go?
3: Here's what I'll say is I like the chick that I runs Firefly. I've known her from back in the day. No. And if you have to pick somewhere to support, I'm down with Firefly. Yeah, okay, let's cool. let's get a plug in here. Where is Firefly?
7: It's across
5: the street from From like the, the Nut House w- the where warri- all those the outpatient dudes are. Yeah, yeah the,
7: the big stadium. Oh, okay. Okay.
5: Um uh, what street? The war- Front. Warrior Stadium. Front street. Front oh okay. Street. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I've yeah, been there. It's right a,
8: by Saturn Cafe. I right. went there to get a, get a cup of
5: coffee. Yeah, they were close this one. they day. make their we own the bills. ride. So, Charlie, go ahead. We took the ride up. I took it right up 17, 17 to Summit, to Bear Creek, to 236. And we met them in Big Basin at the lodge. And then we went back down 236, up Jamison, down Empire. <laughs> you guys went up Jameson?
1: That's, That's a rad. wicked ride. Isn't I it? really yeah. dig that.
5: So mm-hmm. it, was, it was a fun ride. Um, getting up there was a little. Like if we left the coffee shop earlier, we would have been on a longer ride, but I mean, it was fun fun ride. cool. and then you went to burger after that right we went to burger had milkshakes and
8: beer food. milkshake.
5: Oh man, it's so good.
0: <laughs> I, I can't do it, man. They
6: this have my favorite have a favorite. beer milkshake.
5: yeah, it's oh, like yeah. ice cream with um, chocolate stout and it's delicious. Oh that doesn't wow. sound too bad. It's surprisingly it's really, really it's, good. it's really good.
1: It's better than a root beer float.
5: yeah, that sounds mm. pretty awesome mm-hmm. man. A- any other like highlights shite. from the ride you guys <laughs> it was a beautiful ride I yeah. think I killed a bee with my head have
1: you been on 236 before
4: who who, who? Howard uh, did me. you see I Mike mean, no yeah that's yeah, Howard. 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 yeah yeah I went on the dart ride yeah Yeah. Uh, cool. that's
1: where I met you I think the first time and her you so, met yeah. me before then but yeah. Yeah.
3: The, I went on the, the dark ride, ride. That. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. missed
8: the dark ride actually. So Sonia,
3: how and was you your ride? And you missed today's ride. How would you like the ride, Sonia? I went on a ride.
8: It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it and going up Jamison is easier than going down on a dark ride.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you're also yeah. so tell us what are you riding again?
8: Today, yeah. I am riding a 2015 Ninja 1000. Yeah.
3: Which is designed for those bumpy, curvy roads of the Santa yes. Cruz, San Lorenzo no. watershed, <laughs> of course.
8: No, I should have brought the SV. The SV handles the curves a lot better.
3: Yeah,
8: A lot of the
5: roads are freshly paved. Oh my god, it was awesome. Yeah. Really? Oh, you didn't, really? you, didn't, you yeah. didn't go
0: past uh you guys didn't go past the lodge today. You went no you we to the lodge ha- I have now. been past it though. Right.
1: Was Jameson but repaved?
0: No. No. Mm. no. Um, <laughs> just wait till they yeah. do. Summit was <laughs> repaved. Summit was repaired. really good. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And then uh later on in the day, uh, we went for another ride, a different group of us, knock. Yeah, we did go for a ride, didn't we? Yes we did. Yeah.
6: It was a quick jaunt. I stayed here and ate nachos. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Made,
0: we made Charlie watch the garage. I
6: figured this guy already went for a ride. That's your turn to watch the I garage. Vol- you put Charlie in charge of the garage. I know what the <laughs> fuck. What
1: was I'm his girlfriend, was and I can see that's a problem. Nothing <laughs>
6: happened. You could have been in charge of the garage. This is anybody's deal. He's, He's in yes, charge of the garage. You're in charge of him. Yeah, there uh, okay. you go. Yeah, advisors, <laughs> by default, I know where Everything all the fire extinguishers are. Okay,
5: I don't know how many of them. Those are decorative least one works i hope with the so, next through
1: that. Right so we started no. this
0: uh this mountain ride it was probably like four o'clock or so yeah and six of us left two of us split off and then we ended up back here yeah about five o'clock so it was about an hour yeah and then on the way back to the garage howard noticed that My my engine was covered in oil on the XR. Was your foot oily? Fuck. (laughs) And I had just spent like an hour degreasing the whole
2: engine. Uh.
0: (laughs) So I'm like immediately I knew what it was.
4: Yeah, is your bike saying, But I, oh, I pulled de-
0: over and checked just to make sure I didn't have a fucking blown head gasket or something, you know. It
4: was your bike saying, oh, degrease me, will you? I, I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I checked
0: the oil level. I still had plenty of oil and got back to the garage, took the gas tank, the seat off. And sure enough, while doing the I- valve check, I'm nominating myself for bonehead of the week. Oh! For not cinching down the intake valve cover.
6: Oops. You know, it's it's funny that there was still that much oil after that. Right. I mean, you think
0: about it, it gets pumped up there, but there's no pressure. It's not like wanting to get out. It's it's splashed
3: out, you know? That's
4: because you're fucking super motoring through the hills. (laughs)
3: That shit's splashing all over that (laughs) place.
4: That's why. There's there's no pressure pressure to the oil, but there is pressure inside the crankcase, so that can force it out.
0: Yeah. It kind of spilled out, and then, you know, it was only a few ounces or so, so. That's okay. Took his wheel off again, it messy. cinched it up, Does and then that. and then degreased it again, so yeah. it's not a big <laughs> deal, but it's just one of those things that you're like, you're like I, D I know degrees. I fucked up. I, it. <laughs> yeah. It happens, I, I so. had, had
8: that. It was an easy fix. That's the best part. It, exactly. And no yep. one got hurt. Yep,
0: yep. That's it. But awesome uh, it was an amazing ride. The roads were perfect today. They were
3: heated up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, tons yes. of fun. You know... Cool. We took a ride today, too. We rode down to uh, Monterey. Yeah. Yeah, you went this morning, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: we had breakfast with Emma. Nice.
3: Yeah, it was cool. Cool. And And Michael and Mike. Right? It was Mm -hmm. cool. Michael and Michael. And um, one of the things, like, we think about riding, and when we ride a lot, it's always kind of quick, and it's quick riding through the hills, and it's, like, technique and fast and this kind of stuff. And we were kind of stuck in a little bit of traffic going south to Monterey, like, Yeah, Moss like Landing. One.
8: You're oh, I know you. Uh, when, I live you in know Monterey.
6: Monterey.
4: No, of course, <laughs> freaking is live there.
8: in Monterey and coming yeah. here is a bitch. Moss
4: Landing it's turns. Bitch. It's
1: a one one lane on each side, so it's a you just two. You Got
4: to go around it. Yeah,
1: I just right?
3: ride the shoulder. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we, we did some of that, <laughs> but on the way down, it was it was one of these moments where you just have to like appreciate it. Like, hey, we can't go much faster. And enjoy the ride, and it was so beautiful. Like we're going past artichoke fields mm-hmm. and strawberry <gasps> fields, smell
0: and smell the strawberries. That, yeah. but you can turn fast well. too.
3: And it's one of those Just moments so where, you know. like, it's not about going faster or improving your riding or doing better this turn. It was like. Like slow down and smell the roses, as fucking lame mm, as that yeah, sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is so beautiful between here in Monterey and to have a leisurely ride through the artichoke fields. And it's like the fog's lifting and you can see the blue sky behind it. So it's like green artichokes to to like gray fog to yeah. blue sky. It was. It
1: felt like it. As we were riding, the fog kept going further away from us, but almost at the same distance. So you we were like. Had sun and got to see clear skies and the surf, or like we saw a flock of birds just explode. Oh, yeah, over through Moss the Beach. Slough. It was like, all super beautiful. Fucking crazy,
3: dude. Like, uh, that's but, but the Geographic fog kept going
1: back. It was lovely. <laughs>
7: yeah, today I. This is like that guy with the fro that paints. Let's paint. Yeah, Bob, Bob Ross.
2: <laughs> 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 right here. Wait, Bob.
7: Bob something, right?
6: Bob Ross. Yeah. Bob, Ross, yeah. Totally yeah, Bob totally.
7: Ross in the house. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah Bob Ross would have the cried. was. It gorgeous oh, bro, shit day. For sure.
6: <laughs> it's yeah, at the little hair in daytime <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, Santa Cruz is an amazing place yeah. to ride. Yep. If you haven't been here and you're planning California, come by. Come highway, hi. one. Hi. Yeah. Yeah.
4: highway 1. Oh, Highway 1 is beautiful. Yep. Big Sur, all of it. Mm-hmm. And and I led a ride down that way today, too. Did right? you really? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. you a ride today. Yeah, I took the uh, Vespa Club Los Gatos and Santa Cruz Scooter Club down to uh, Moto Talbot. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh so much fun. Oh were, shit, we were right there. Yeah, there yeah. were like there were like I think uh eight or nine of us. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Were you holding up and traffic? Anyway. Uh no. <laughs> One, one, bike, one bike was. There yeah. was one bike that was going kind of slow. One uh, bike yeah. was. The hill's like Laurel's grade, yeah. So what, where did you, <laughs> you start? You guys did Laurel's grade? Yep, yep. Sweet. And uh, yeah, yeah, we took a, took a nice ride down there. We did all like back roads and stuff. Nice. Oh, um, we just took, I
3: love those roads.
4: Yeah, but we took, uh, oh man, which which Did you just start route? in Santa Cruz? Yeah, we started in Santa okay. Cruz. Well, actually, they well, we started in uh, Los Gatos and then rode, um, we took uh, Bear Creek up to Highway 9 to Graham Hill. And then That's Santa Cruz, cool. and then took uh, <laughs> SoCal Avenue out, out to... Um uh, like, like, just a couple back roads over to Freedom Boulevard and then yeah. Freedom Out to, like, Airport Road and just kind of, like, a lot of the back roads, Hollahan, um, all the way yeah. down. Sightseeing just, a little bit. Yeah. Just so did like, you go through, through like, Elkhorn Slough and all that? Uh, we did We did Elkhorn on the way back. Casterville, yeah. Um, it's gorgeous, right? Yeah, we went right? through Casterville on the way down. So beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, and the good roads. Yeah, for They're, the most part. There were a couple, of, like, farm roads we cut down that were just, like, bumpy as shit. But, oh, bumpy you know, as fuck, yeah. But, you know, we we, we got there just fine. Yeah, uh, that nice. well, sounds like a ton of fun too. Actually, that sounds yeah. cool.
3: Yeah, it was nice. And, and Talbots yeah. was open today. Yep, yep, they were open.
4: And Bobby was there. And, and uh, oh, you saw Bobby? Yep, that place is sick. Yeah. And the reason why we were going down there is, um, well, the founder of our club passed away last year. And oh, um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, thanks, and I appreciate it. We, uh, but Damn. one of the things that that we did was he had a huge collection of Vespa toys. And um, <clears throat> so we divided them all up as uh, between the club members, and uh, what we decided to do. Was um, whoop, hang on a second. What we decided to do is uh, basically put them on display at the museum, and um, and Bobby is w- more than willing to to do that for us. So we're going to put a huge collection of uh, Rolf's Vespa toys on display in the, in the museum in the mm-hmm. next nice. couple Aww. of months. Wow. Shout out to Rolf. Yep. yep Big yep. shout out and shout out to Rob Talbot. That guy's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Rob's
0: very very cool. cool. Well, that sounds like an amazing time.
3: Yeah. Ugh. And you got to ride all those roads too, Carmel Valley Road, Morristown. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we took and Carmel today we,
4: back. Today was phenomenally beautiful. Oh, yeah. nice. it was. It was, it was, it was very, very cool. Yeah, we we did the coast on the way back, and it was mm. it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I think, Yuri, it's your turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have Yuri Berrigan back from the Isle of Man.
3: What were the roads like? That was a heavy transition. Like what were
1: the roads like? Yeah. It, well, it's, Where, uh, did you have sun? Was it
7: Santa good, Cruz? It's good to be back, yeah. and it's good to be
0: back in the garage yeah, seeing back. you guys. We've all missed you.
7: Yep, it's been a long uh, month and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. When did you arrive? I, um, I actually I uh, flew out on um, August first and arrived on the island on uh, August third, and I've been there up until um, Wednesday evening. I just flew in. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are your arms tired? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they not, must be. No, you, you, you pay the big bucks so someone flaps for you. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you wrote on the back of another man. <laughs> uh, oh some comedian.
3: I think to a certain extent we should take a step back. And um, we jumped into Isle of Man, but like Yuri's here, and Yuri's been here on, on the podcast a bunch of times. He's always been fun to have. You've also been in some videos. But um, the first time we had Yuri on the podcast, he was racing the Supermoto. Yeah, first right. time and first last time, time anyone's ever done it. Finished on the that. Other man. Finished mm-hmm. the race. Right. It Make would it be a Santa Cruz. Awesome. And,
6: some weirdo fucking Santa Cruz and some riding some weird-ass bike. You know I mean?
7: You would think that it would be someone from Spain or France yeah, or you think, some yeah, ball exactly.
3: that would have done that first. But, uh, and then, and then uh, the, It was so, you. Not only is it that, the second year, Yuri returned, style of Man. Which none of us can hope to dream of doing, and races a 600cc bike.
7: No, no, it was a, a Kawasaki ZXR 400. 400.
3: Right. Wow. Right. Impressive. Right, and raced that, and then um, this year you're back again, and you're racing in the TT Classic. Right, so um, in
7: 2015 and 2016, I was granted entries into what's called the Manx Grand Prix, It's one of three events that are run on the mountain course, which is on the Isle of Man. Um, Oh, yeah. Manx Grand Prix is run congruently in a two-week period with what's called the Classic TT. And then we all know the big show, um, the official Isle of Man TT, it's run in June every year. And that's where you see the fastest bikes with the fastest riders. Um, The Michael
3: Dunlops and those guys.
7: Uh, Right, Michael Dunlop is part of it, his brother William, um, you have uh, big names like John McGinnis, even though he was injured this year, Um, you know, Michael Rudder's there. It's like top of the top, though. It's it's all the fastest what they call real roads racers are involved that come from around the world um, to participate in the TT. That being said... The event that I participated in 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 2015 and 2016 is what's um, considered the amateur end of the event, and what it does is it grooms riders to um, get acclimated to the 37 and three-quarter mile mountain course that's used in TT. It's the exact same course, but it's how people um, gain experience, show um, commitment and skill to... um, Improving on the mountain course and possibly moving up some stay and enjoy the Manx Grand Prix Um, Faster riders maybe want to step to the TT if they can Um, In all the events on the mountain course space is very limited So there's a large pool of riders that want to be involved in it Mm -hmm. Um, being in the Manx Grand Prix for 2015 and 16 was A real spectacular and uh, what I consider a great honor to be in Uh, this year I put my name in the hat for what's called classic TT and that is a spin-off of the official TT and it's where um, bike builders and people that are into vintage um, motorcycles sort of prepare things for the mountain course to survive and compete there um, a lot of the high powered names that are involved in TT end up being contracted to ride on people's vintage motorcycles oh wow and so what I'm slowly learning or or actually learn before going w- and while hunting for a bike for myself to use is that vintage stuff is not cheap
2: <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's
7: it the 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 zeros behind the the <laughs> the checkbook number are a lot higher than say um modern bikes.
3: And and just for reference here, like what when you say vintage for this event you're racing in. Like what what is a vintage type motorcycle?
7: Good so so there's 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 a few different classes and they start in what's called I would say lightweight and this year from what I saw in the field is a lot of the guys are trying to use 250 Grand Prix motorcycles. That's a two-stroke, and it'll be say um, 92 and older for that class. Hmm. So the the performance of the 92 and older two-strokes is very high. It's on par almost with a 600 power uh, power and yeah. and right. handling wise. Yeah. Um, then the next class up from that i would i would wager is is the junior class and that's what i participated in and that was 250 cc single two strokes 350 cc f- twin cylinder four stroke mm-hmm. and single cylinder um, I believe three
3: fifty four strokes. And I know you weren't on the thumper. So what did you?
7: I I had had um brought a nineteen seventy two Honda CB three fifty. Uh, it's a, it's a it's what they call a K four designation, and it seems to be a really popular bike for the class. Um, even though the class is raced all as one junior, there are um differentiating classes within that so the guys that were running um two-stroke 250s and two-stroke singles they're 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 classed as an overall finish but there's classes within the group that makes sense yeah so yeah it seems like a really diverse group yeah so things are are on par Speed-wise, but there's just different makes and models within within the class. Weights and handling capabilities. Yeah, yeah, and some are you know older two-stroke type vintage bikes,
3: and then four-stroke bikes. And what do you guys do setup-wise? Suspension. I mean, what's
7: you know, um, there's 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 a lot of money you can spend on suspension, but in my particular case, it's a twin shock rear system, and so you're not going to get a huge amount of performance out of that. You're just going to need to get your spring rate approximate and there's
6: not a lot of um hardly any damping huh
7: right there on my particular bike there was rebounded adjustment okay. but the compression adjustment was located within what's referred to as the shim code so internal yeah. internally mm. there there's obviously they're fully re- rebuildable and changeable but i just uh went with what I had and mm-hmm. and you know.
8: Did
1: you replace the shock? Like did you, uh, same thing but like the actual
7: well, metal? Well what was on my bike was not OEM it was um, a Maxton branded component. Um, it wasn't their newest generation stuff obviously being in the paddock and with all the companies that make products for the old bikes were were present. I could see what kind of components were available?
1: Oh, did you select it after that?
7: Meaning, what, what, do you, what do you like, mean? like? You got to see no, it all came, of these the, components. The components came with a bike. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Right, I rode with what I was, what my bike had. I, yeah. I didn't upgrade anything. But what yeah. I was, what I was getting at was, is that all the vendors were present, and I could see what the newest. Products were for the bikes. You could uh, see what you didn't have. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I,
3: I, you could see what everybody else was so running. Wait, did I you, could see the co-
7: components I couldn't afford. That's did you that's correct. Uh, buy Sorry. the bike over there? You said you brought it. Did you bring right, it from so, the States or how, so how that come this out? This year, the way the classic TT worked is um, because of TT in June, the the organize the organization that handles everything for the classic TT was obviously very busy with um, doing stuff for regular TT. So the notifications didn't go out till later in the year. I w- I, I want to say if I left in August, March, April, May, June, July. So we didn't get notified till way down in July. No the beginning of July, I would say, mm-hmm. that we were actually um, going to get an entry in the event. At that point, I owned no vintage bike for Classic TT. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I, wow. I run modern bikes here at home. I race modern bikes here at home in our, in our um, sanctioning bodies. Um, so on the last round that I was racing with AFM at... Uh, um, Excuse me. We're at Willow. I showed up there, and I'm exchanging emails over the time zone difference, not phone calls, trying to line up a bike. So I'm doing practice. I'm tapping emails right before I go out. <laughs> That's um, I have, wild. I have race calls going. So third call, and I'm finishing up an email, then going out and racing the bike, coming back in, <laughs> finishing more emails, trying to solidify a deal. On this
3: CB 350 that's located in England. Yeah, but at least you have a team and a mechanic to take care of your race bike. Oh.
7: Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one told me that.
2: <laughs> so,
7: so I'm I'm handling all this wow. stuff and trying to do these emails at the same time and uh, trying to to secure this 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 motorcycle and you know with with all the the time differences and everything it's logistically super difficult but. I was able to get all this done and get a bike within four days. Wow, is, is I made damn. The, I made the deal. It's good going. Got it going, and then it became, okay, so you got this bike, and it's in England. How are you going to get it over to the Isle of Man? Oh, shit. Because right. you got to – the ferries are sold out months in advance. Oh. Um, so I sort of had to – um, Suck some cock. Jump don't there. tell us. Don't tell us. We
1: don't want to know what you had to it Did
7: not evil Knievel it over there? It didn't the get that dirty because, of the, because of, I'm a couple coves away from Isle of Man <laughs> as far as distance. So <laughs> oh, I'm man. not able to do physical favors. But uh, I made some contacts on the Isle of Man. And luckily, a gentleman that runs a dino shop over there and uh, a gentleman that I know, Mr. Sean Weber, he coordinated with the guy that owns the dino shop he was actually going to deliver a Ducati over to the uh, to England on the ferry and he was kind enough to collect my bike wow. and bring it back over to Ramsey on the Isle of Man. Props. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Awesome. Good people exist. Super grateful to those those two guys because they really uh, got got the bike over there uh, about it was a week before I showed up. So about 3 weeks before the event started, the the bike got onto the island. Um We got a a dyno run on it, so we knew where we stood power-wise and that the bike was running and um, ran as well as it looked. It was a stunning piece of machinery Mm -hmm. that I was lucky enough to get. Um, And then I showed up and and sort of um, looked over the bike and... uh, you know, it, it garnered a lot of compliments. It really looked the part nice. that it was supposed to. It wasn't. It wasn't really um, something that
3: had been sitting around for a long time. It, it was a good looking. So describe the paint. It was red. <coughs> describe so, describe the bike because yeah, it's a good looking it, bike. It,
7: it was a super classic looking type cafe racer look, full fairing, all red in the Honda red um, tradition, and uh, you know, just like you would you would you know do a search on the internet, you know, vintage classic racer and it really yeah. held that po- that pose. Oh I could have seen yeah. you
3: like in a leather football helmet with a fucking cigarette hanging out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in a yeah. martini. Yeah. Let's run, let's race. Yeah, it it's was it was it
7: was definitely right up that, that alley. Totally. For sure. It was cool for sure. looking,
3: good looking bike.
7: Yeah. yeah.
3: So I'm kinda of curious, Yuri, you know, this is the third year doing it. And I remember the first year as your there's so much to talk about like the stories and stuff but one of the things that stands out is you're coming up to the starting line it's like this one oh, line goodness. that goes up to the starting gate and you take off and you had the first year and you had the second year with a couple of years behind you how did you feel maybe juxtapose the first year with this year pulling up to the starting line how do you feel like did in it, that moment did it like yeah feel familiar it's, or it's not like, gonna stall this stall time I, I d- and I don't mean to pick on that, but it, I think it's just cool because that's such an intense moment when you're yeah. there. All right. It's like fuck, I'm about to take off Isle of Man. Um, shit. that's
1: a personal success story that you continued and it, that you returned.
7: In one of the practices, I have to I have to come clean. I did continue this the the uh, I, I I continued the line of stalling it. On the takeoff oh no. in one of the practices. <laughs> uh, At least it was in the practice. Fucking yeah. motorcycles. That's yeah. like you say, motorcycles. I, I, I did continue that tradition, but um, lining up for for the actual race, uh, the feelings are always the same. Yeah. There's 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 always that nervousness, and I think if that's not there, then your head's not really in it. Yeah. Because that's all part of of that kind of any sort of closed course speed contest or competitive um, event you're always gonna have that that nervousness um, before you set off but the moment that you get that tap on the shoulder everything all of those feelings fall by the wayside and you're just focused on the first 300 yards of the course mm mm-hmm. um, hedge traffic light Christmas tree Curb down Bray Hill, split the traffic line at the bottom of Bray Hill, go on to Agosleep. You're you're focused on those points right there mm-hmm. in that moment.
3: Nice racetrack, by
7: the
6: way. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. How much time did you uh, scout the, the 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 road? I mean, were you allowed any time before the actual race? Because you were there a month for a month and. But you weren't actually there for the entire month. Well, you're, right? you're required to get X amount of right. practice laps in, right?
3: Well, one thing Before I think it was start. interesting, we talked about this earlier. How many total laps have you done on that racetrack in three years of racing? Wow, well,
7: that's that's a, lot of, that's a lot of questions. I was I just going to say, I take no. them in line the, line the summary
1: is, um, I how, even either, how either. much um, practice did you get on the track yeah. itself? And then how many times did you get to enjoy the Isle of Man?
7: <laughs> okay, so... When I arrived on the island, I was lucky enough this year to rent a vehicle. I okay. I, I had a vehicle. Um, what I what the Island Man is, is it's a working island. So the course, the thirty seven and three quarter mile course, is all part of daily life. You yeah. can access every square inch of the course except one little fifty yard area that's that's um, known as the nook it's Mm -hmm. it's the last little dip before coming up to the start finish line and that's actually closed to to public traffic um it it has it has it guardrails around it during normal business hours so having that rental car was super helpful this year because i would just get up in the morning and go drive the course nice Mm -hmm. and just doing that over and over and over again, I went. I was able to get more laps around the course this year than I ever have. But it's it's in a car, so you're only using one lane. You're up. Mm-hmm. You're uh, abiding by traffic conditions, traffic uh, lights. Um, still having that time on the road over and over and right. over again. There is a speed limit on the cor- on the on the island, but there are certain parts where there'll be a round white sign with a black line through it. That means unlimited speed.
2: Mm.
1: Sick. No. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
7: So Signed but that's up. in certain that spots. That means but, but national but speed limit applies. Right right. <laughs> so so fast <laughs> that
5: cargo.
2: That's so true. The car, the car
7: the car that I had was was very low powered. So there was no
2: there was no racing around the course. Mm-hmm.
7: But I, I ended up, I think I counted it up, and I think I had 43 trips around the island. Wow. Nice. So, oh. so when I went my first year, I, I probably had seven or, I want to say seven <coughs> guided laps in a car with uh, people mentoring me. And maybe five, six, seven, nine laps total on course on the bike. The first the first crazy. That's Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The second yeah, the second you
3: didn't year. get shit for for qualifying laps. Yeah, you had weather and shit to deal yeah, with right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: All
7: all the years you're all the years that I've been involved, I've been competing with the weather and course closures and course red flags, um fog up on the mountain, the,
0: bike the, problems and shit. Bike yeah.
7: problems. Yeah. Yeah. So this this type of event is is a real test of everything about your program, meaning your machinery, your mind, your physical fitness, um, extenuating circumstance around the paddock and around the the, uh,
3: so the mountain. Something I always find fascinating and we're not exposed to it for the most part is the tech inspection. Uh-huh. So what was the tech inspection like with this vintage bike? I, I was super
7: fortunate this year in that the motorcycle that I have and used on the island was undoubtedly super pristine it was it was very well put together it was very clean Mm -hmm. um everything on it was was pretty darn meticulous as far as the preparation on it uh i didn't have any issues with the tech inspection this year i think to the tech inspectors, it was very apparent that the preparation of the bike was spot
3: on. It was like familiar. They're like, okay, and we get per- this. purpose built. Somebody's it, done this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just, it just um, wasn't like a supermoto.
7: <laughs> no, no, it, it wasn't like a supermoto. Where um, I, I think the the scrutineering is is top notch on the island, and they really go. The whole nine yards on their inspections, but having them go the whole nine yards on my machinery was um, expected and totally warranted. And I actually appreciate that when when it's when it's very meticulous, slow, sure, it's your your safety too. Yeah, exactly. You just got that bike. Yeah, mm -hmm. so so they had to do their their system over the bike, but. I wasn't um, called out for any mistakes on it. I have been the past two years and I I have been set off to the side. It happens to people, you know, if they see something that they don't like and you fix it on the spot in front of someone and then you um, re-submit it. This year I was fortunate enough to to have clean runs through scrutineering through every single inspection. And and the inspection happens before anyone goes out every time
3: because I know that's a big deal. Yeah, like Tech Spec and Isle of Man is a big fucking deal. Right?
7: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's probably out of all the the associations that I race with, it's it's obviously the most rigorous, and it has to be. Right. Yeah, because of the nature of the course, the length of it, and the um, punishment that the motorcycle takes. So each time you're out on course, when you bring the bike back in, it's another. Even though the, the practices are in the evening, you spend all day going over your bike, preparing it, not only for the course, but for the scrutineering inspection that has yeah. to happen before mm-hmm. each How time. long does a tech
5: inspection normally last?
7: It, it can vary. Um, what I've seen is that everyone, if you were to put a stopwatch on it, it could be anywhere from seven minutes to wow. about 13 minutes, depending on what what that each tech inspector has a little bit they have a formula that they go by but everyone is a human and they're different and so they're they're doing things in their time span and yeah. that's what they're um, that's what they're trained to do is to do everything by the numbers and in the time frame that's that's comfortable for them to accomplish what they need to do so there's no rushing tech inspectors they're so- going to do what they want to do and you let them do their job
1: Sorry, just the sirens if you're listening while driving.
6: It's not you. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry. It's Not you. It's
6: us. So uh, how so was the the, uh, the actual race? <laughs> what was that? How was that like?
7: Wow. So there's there's just so much that goes along with that question. Uh, yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> there's there's the whole practice week and everything. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The race the race was was fantastic. Um, it it uh it went. It went well. Um, the bike ran fantastic. Uh, I wasn't sick for it, you know, meaning I didn't catch a cold or anything. Um, yeah. My nutrition was was good for the for the days leading up to the did, race. Did you go down
0: and talk to the to the pixies?
7: I what? did. I did visit the fairies. I was yeah. Ask those questions. Nice. yeah, you you do that. You, you do that, first that You do that first thing. Uh-huh. So yeah, I definitely uh, uh, went and visited the fairies and paid my respects, and I saw them on several occasions going back and forth from uh, the 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 airport is down that yeah. road, mm-hmm. and good. so I had traveled to the airport um, a handful of times while I was there and visited with the fairies on the way
6: by. Are these Ooh. the
1: people who didn't finish?
6: No, no, no. These That's are good. literal fairies. Yeah. There
1: are fairies.
6: Yeah. It's like a little tradition where he goes and visits this pond, right? You got to go back to the podcast. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, listen it, to the first podcast. Yeah, there,
7: there, there's a tradition on the island concerning um, f- friends of the island that live there in the forest. Wow, I thought yeah. I thought you were talking
0: about the boats. <laughs> I
3: was I was gonna make a joke, uh, not but like, It didn't F-A-I. feel
0: appropriate. Uh, so so continue continue <laughs> with your with uh, the the race, can, the, the practice laps. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah.
4: Can I just ask you? explain about the fact that it's not really a racetrack and it's yeah just really like country roads that you're on
7: right right so this this island it's it sits in the in the in the Irish Sea between the um, islands of England and Ireland it's a small a small island It's a working island where people live and raise families and the actual course that motorcycles race on are the public streets that ring the island so it's a set direction every year and has been since its uh since its inception the course has changed over the years in in size and and what uh you know the 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 corners around the course has changed over the years but its modern iteration is is 37 and 3 quarter mile that rings the island and um it's uh it's a place where that kind of race doesn't happen like that any other place on the on the planet yeah no. it's it's the oldest road race on the planet yeah and,
1: and the island people understand that that's what their island is about well
0: they're, they're their right, streets blocked off for x amount of hours a day for for three weeks to a month, and they they get chairs out and sit in their front lawn. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's it, like, it,
7: the the racing that's why they live there. The racing right. is an integral part of the the culture and community mm-hmm. of the island. It it it's it's part of their life. And what's so special about that place is that from tiny children to ninety eight year old. Um, People, 98-year-old men, aliens, m- m- men and women. It's yeah. it's it's a, a special it's a special part of um their life.
4: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And and I imagine that that everything on the island just kind of grinds to a halt when the races happen, and everyone is just focused on that, pretty much, right?
7: Um, to a certain extent, yes. Things or to degree, yeah. Thi- things happen, w- and people have to alter their schedules around road closures there are ways around the course Mm -hmm. through uh, back channels when people have to conduct their going home or coming but everyone is aware of the road closures there are what's called matrix signs around the island that post the times of road closure the um the local radio station manx radio um it's updates constantly on the racing mm-hmm. and what's happening with the racing like i said it's an integral part of the culture there it's not a sort of a sideshow. um it's not like here in the united states where motorcycles are viewed as um you know not important or um, just just a nuisance yeah. type thing on the streets yeah. over there. It is a part of the lifestyle. Is motorcycles and and road racing is definitely important to the people over there. I cool. imagine
1: they have amazing motorcycle mechanics. I'm curious, the person who did uh, so, your bike went from England. That's right to Isle of Man. Right. You picked it up, uh-huh. and then did you take it to somebody who knows all of these ins and outs that are required of a vintage bike for racing?
7: My my particular motorcycle came prepped, um, ready to go. It was it was it was when I took possession of it, it was ready to go through scrutineering at that point. It
5: it was built to be a race bike for Isle of Man that did not get raced. Right. Right.
7: Not particularly Isle of Man. Um, I did have to do some work on the the gearing and um, do a couple other preparations on things that, that weren't safety wired for the particular level that isle of man requires right. so i had to do little bits here and there but overall it, it was ready to participate in the isle of man the bike was prepared for what's called short course racing so um, and this is a
5: longer course right
7: well this is real roads racing when oh, okay. i when i say short course racing i'm talking about race courses that have um tons of runoff uh, like a, our, an actual racetrack, race tracks, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like there's a some, mile or two track, you're saying, right? So, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're right. short have, course is what that's referred to. You as. mentioned that you had Probably to do been modifications been with wool.
1: bailing wire. Uh, well, no,
0: no. <laughs> no. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> no. we, we're gonna, we have some technical questions, all right. for you, all right. Oh uh, Regarding yourself and the bike, what was the top speed of that motorcycle Ooh. on Isle of Man?
7: Um, well, working on it all week. I was able to do... I think it, it ended up being... I think it did like 112 down Solby
3: straight through the speed track. Holy train. shit. Wow. Okay, yeah. I, have a, I have a follow-up question. Yeah. How fast did it feel like you were going? <laughs> uh,
7: <clears throat> boy, not fast enough. That's
4: a racer saying that yeah, right there. When, when, <laughs> you ha- when
7: you're trying to make a time on a lower powered machine right the whole course is important it's not oh i'll string together this little section and then i'll make up time down the straightaway where i'm going to get a really good blast and up my average on the on the low powered bikes every little bit is part of putting a good lap together yep. it's not like like i'll go ride my 1000 cc bike here and i can be lazy into the corner because I know off the corner I'm just gonna give it the beans and it's gonna get up to X amount of miles an hour super quick on these little bikes it doesn't work like that
0: it's yeah. momentum you have to carry the speed uh, what was the average speed of that bike over your laps
7: it um, so at the beginning of the week I think I started at like I want to say 54 mile an hour average hmm and then, as as the speed worked up over the week, and I learned the bike a little bit better, we ended up with like an eighty-two mile an hour average. Oh, wow. Good job, cool. yeah. Damn, That's cool. yeah. Uh,
0: tires, tires. How many sets did you go through? What were you running? Okay, so tires was a a very. Um, Unknown
7: quantity to me going in because I I had seen that it's going to be a narrow tire that has to fit on this bike. It was like a 110 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. front and rear. Mm-hmm. So Whoa. So, well, so, front and rear. so I was thinking like um you know how am I going to get something gummy. In that kind of size, to me, a vintage tire was this rock hard, crusty type tire. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah, we know much. it well,
7: right? So, so I did some inquiring, and come to find out, Avon um, is the preferred tire in that size. I have never used Avon tires. I heard Continental makes a good vintage tire, also that a lot of the racers in vintage in the United States use. Avon seemed to be the preferred over there. I put these tires on, and they were outstanding. Nice. They cool. they actually peeled on the road. I've heard nothing but good things about I, Avons. I, I've I've run Avons. I could not Made believe the grip that these little tires gave. Cool. By yeah. the by, the end of the event, I was on the edges of the rear for sure. Mm-hmm. The front, mm, we had a couple millimeters to the edge. So, how many sets? I only used one, one, set, one of tires. set of tires really? through all
0: of practice and through the whole race. They were Ooh. excellent. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Damn. So yeah. The, the gas thing, you uh, calculate the miles per gallon versus the course, My uh, how many miles the course is, plus how many laps, right? Right. Fuck you, Jim. Get this shit out of my face. <laughs> so how much were you filling the gas tank? Because I know you ran into problems with the Supermoto and came down to the wire. So did you air on the side of caution this time? Or did you just keep a full tank? Or Well, the gas consumption was a real
7: issue for me this time. Going into the event, we were unsure how much the tank actually held. It was a custom tank. Um, The rules say that you can run 24 liters of fuel. That's the maximum size of the tank. Any, any size over that, and you can be um, technically disqualified mm. after an inspection if it holds more than 24 liters. I was told that the tank might hold 24 liters, but no one knew because I wasn't on island to fill it up and do the calculations can and ev- you, everything. Can you talk in freedom math? I don't
3: know what leader is.
7: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> do you have that's, cola? See, see, so that's, that's the thing. I, I had to change all my paradigm about about measurements <laughs> yeah. by going... But by it, it going matters, over. right? You're like, fucking liter, really? Like so everything that gallons. I used was marked six. in liters, just as far finger as finger the finger. cup, the gas can, right. all that kind of right. stuff.
1: Yeah, so you didn't have to do a conversion, you just... So, where, see,
7: I just I just yeah. did the, I did what I everyone else did and worked off of liters, mm-hmm. but Commie. the first... The first... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> 6.3 gallons. Oh my... But, Right, right. The the internet is for conversion. Yeah. So the first day when I had the bike in the paddock and everyone started arriving, I, I took a stroll around with the gas tank. I took it off the bike and strolled around empty. And cons- Wait, wait.
3: I'm trying to picture this. You walked around with your empty gas tank? Oh, yeah. Okay.
7: Yeah. Like, and a, like, holding it like a baby? <laughs> <And> exactly. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Did you put it on a
0: broom like a hobby horse? No.
7: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> no. Come on, you
3: motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> 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 it, you had saying, many more horses than that one It's
7: not every day horse. you see a I'm racer sure.
3: walking down pit row with his gas tank in his hands, <laughs> <laughs> looking around. See, see, that's where, see, see,
7: that's where you're not getting where I'm yeah, coming from. Culture. That's a total common event totally. to see people walking with parts to go check out, okay, does this guy have a replacement? Can this guy weld this for me? That's Can cool. we enlarge this tank? Does it fit on this other frame? You have people walking around with all kinds of parts through That's the cool. It's, it's a place where you don't just have one expert. It's the whole paddock is filled with experts on each bike. You can find someone who will know everything about that particular bike and find eight more guys just like him that know everything and that one little thing more. That's cool. You know? So I was taking my gas tank around and putting it up to other people's bikes, comparing the sizes just to get a a comparison. Mm. Oh, wow. Well, I started to notice that my gas tank was vastly... Smaller mm. than the other oh, tanks. Man. The Did you have pack. gas
3: tank envy? Yeah. Nock deals with that too. Yeah.
7: Right. Right. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. So I run
3: out of
6: gas pretty quickly.
7: That 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 kind of thing happens in all walks of life, is what I understand. Where you're, <laughs> where you have something that's smaller or inferior. Yeah. Right, right Jim.
3: And you compare. <laughs> Jim I, knows nothing of that. You you know, I'm not proud. I, I walk around my junk out all the time, saying, <laughs> <laughs> "I wish I were you." Do you put it on <laughs> <in> a stick? <laughs> So I
7: I started noticing right away that my tank was um, hugely under the 24-liter size. Damn, it It, sucks. It it was looking more like anywhere from 15 to 18, which we later confirmed, I think, that it could hold 17 liters without Mm. coming out the overflow. Wow. Um, I noticed everyone else in the class came armed with 24-liter tanks, which... Equates into no pit stop is is what the bottom line is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, during my race, I was one of two people that had to come in and refill for gas. Wow. And a- after the race, um, my dad had our pit stop timed. It, I I lost a minute and twenty two seconds. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and being be being in the pits, yeah. sitting there waiting for the gas and getting my drink. I you know you're right next to the course on the other side of the wall. I I saw. Five or six people come oh, by, damn. you know. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh, I odd. mean, woulda, coulda, shoulda is is always a, is always something that you reflect on. But looking at the timesheets, that minute and twenty two, it was maybe four positions. Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I lost, maybe five. But, you know, I mean, that's better. That would have been a better finishing position, but it wasn't like, oh, I would have been halfway up the the grid, you know what I'm saying? How
4: big was the field?
7: um, From what I understand, I think at sign-on, I want to say that there was like 92 entrants. Oh, wow. But on race day... There was only fifty six bikes on the grid. Wow, the
4: wow. attrition rate is oh, wow. that high, huh?
7: Right, so there's a lot of attrition, you're wow, right. Man. Nice work. So I, like uh, yeah. I think
0: we have one word. What one final technical question about the motorcycle. Uh huh. What kind of modifications did it have on it f- to race versus stock?
2: Mm-hmm.
7: What I can say is that the outer cases of the motor and the stock and the and the frame were the only things OEM on the bike?
0: Wow! The outer <laughs> cases of the motor and the frame. Got right,
7: it. right. So everything else had a little bit of um, polish to it. Yeah, you know, everything beyond beyond those two pieces. Gotcha. So you said it was yeah. a vintage bike. What makes it a vintage bike? Like, can you
5: put the modern? Frame? Well, can you put modern <laughs> suspension on it? Or like the what? Ones. Like what makes it? At are you, what point what are you do you take it at, over? What are you allowed to change, no and what product. are you allowed to modernize, and what, like, can you put modern forks on from a newer bike, or what? What's what, the technical? What the
7: rules state is there are CC limits to start with. There's fuel allowances in the, written in the rules. Beyond that, it's what the spirit of the era is. So, no, you couldn't put a set of Olin's forks on it. Or a set of um, Brembo brakes. It has to be within the spirit of the era. So that's a that, pretty loose term. So that means that everything that it's 72 and older in that class. And so it has to retain the spirit of the era. So it can be new metallurgy or new reproductions of the old right. parts. Right. But it has to remain in the spirit of the the vintage that it comes from. Gotcha. Well,
4: or or it could be a an aftermarket part of a replaceable item like a shock or something.
7: Right, right. right. So so you couldn't like create a swing arm with a mono shock linkage. You would right. have, you have to retain the twin shock look. Um that was, that bike was a twin shock. Right. Right.
4: right, and and ultimately, it's up to scrutineering to give have the final word of whether what what's allowed or what isn't. Right,
7: right. Yeah. And and as you as you dive deeper into the vintage ranks, it's a totally
4: known quantity right. of
7: what it has mm-hmm. to appear like and what is and what isn't acceptable.
4: Yeah, because these people, gotcha. these people have been seeing these it's bikes for 40, right. 50 years. It's
7: super yeah. apparent that bike was forty five years old. I, I'm actually. Turned the same age as the guy <laughs> on the same. Oh, you're
6: 45. You look your age.
7: Cool.
1: cool. Yeah. So what an awesome thing. I got a,
0: I got a question. Um, what were some of your uh, hurdles that you had to overcome this year, and and did it make it easier for you to overcome those, considering you've got two years in the bag prior?
7: Well, it turns out that it it hasn't gotten any easier
2: from year to
6: year. <laughs> like to year. Still a fuck, I still fucked I If
7: anything it's gotten more it, it's it's ramped up from the first year I went to the second to now the third in different ways. So the first year it was all about logistics, learning where I need to be, uh-huh. what's going to happen, all the unknowns of um, of procedure. That was, that was, like, the main hurdle in the first year, along, along with yeah, get, getting the time and making sure the bike don't blow up, and, mm, and uh-huh. something no, no one has ever seen before, and making that last through the competition.
0: Mm-hmm. Make sure you're, like, not stepping on people's toes, and make sure you learn the culture, yeah, and yeah, learn yeah. The, the ins and outs, yeah.
7: Right, and then the second year was get, getting a bike from someone else, and learning their system, and learning the new bike. Mm -hmm. To this year was a new event. I was in the Manx the past two years. Uh This year I moved to the Classic TT. Mm -hmm. So that's learning a whole little new system and Mm -hmm. culture. Plus learning a vintage bike, which I have no experience with. Um,
3: That's different. (laughs) So I'm going to race it on Isle of Man.
7: Right, right. So, (laughs) So what ended up happening was is making sure that the bike was, was sano and ready to rock and roll, and then getting on that bike and pulling out through the slip wall and learning it in that first, you know, mm-hmm. 100 yards and being getting, getting comfortable with the bike. That's wow. got to be quite a feeling.
0: Was, was that your first time oh riding God. that
7: particular bike was during the practice session? The first time I, I rode the bike was pulling out of the slip wall in the wow. first practice.
4: Man. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: crazy.
4: Yeah, that's the truth. So you
1: you've rode or ridden in a couple of different events on the Isle of Man. Do you have a favorite? Is there like, did you find where your heart sits there, or is it the whole culture? How do you feel about well, Isle it, of Man? It,
7: it's it's everything about it that that draws you in, and it's one of those. It's it's the type of event that I think, when you do it once, you know right away if it's for you or if it's not for you. Um, some people come there and they do one practice and they bring the bike in and they retire the bike and say, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I like short course racing where things are a little bit more um, controlled um, and and things are a little bit further back from the racing surface. <laughs> um, to those people, right. I give the ultimate respect to because they understand where... They want their comfort zone to be. And if you're not in your comfort zone there, it's not a good place Mm -hmm. to be going fast on a motorcycle. And that's what you want. You want the people around you to be not only thinking about their ride, but thinking about your ride, too. So that means that that cushions and space on Mm -hmm. course, it doesn't have to be um, huge miles, but... Everyone wants everyone else to be trustworthy
0: and predictable on the course. That's that's super important. So you've got three years under your belt now, and you just got back. But I know you're already planning for next year. What's what's up next year? What do you, you get, surprise us again? <laughs> you've been surprising us every year.
7: Well, well, of course I'm I'm already thinking about it, uh-huh. and, and I want so I want more than anything to uh, go back and continue the learning process and continue the the um, the the learning curve and the speed I want to come up. It's just it's just one of those things where I'm not I don't wanna be there to check something off a list that I've done it or or, right. or yeah. you know, a notch in my belt. I'm the kind of person that Once I'm committed to a system, I want to keep learning Mm -hmm. and finding the people who can add to that learning process that are there on that
6: island. This is your new life now, huh? Mm -hmm. This is basically kind of part of its... Yeah. This is is
7: part of your right now. It's it's just something that's uh, you know, if if that's if that's what you're into, it's it's the place to be. So
3: yeah. I'm I'm curious, Yuri, you know, because you got three years behind you at Isle of Man, and you've raced extensively, like other racing. But if you had to pick your class and pick your bike to race on Isle of Man, what class, what bike would you pick? Boy,
7: um, the thing about this this year in the classic is that it was it was so totally new to me that it was a really high level challenge to to race a vintage bike and hustle it around and get the speeds up and learn a whole new system that was that was super inviting to me I I, I, I enjoyed that for sure um, I would like I would like to rejoin the classic TT stuff but I would also like to rejoin the Manx Grand Prix on um, Modern Machinery. I'm hoping this year that our racing here at home brings me into um, what's called the Twins class, and Moto America has just decided to add um, Twins to their racing program. Cool. They're, they're actually what's, what we would refer to as converting a commuter bike into a professional racing bike. So that means SV650s, mm-hmm. ER6Ns, right. which are 650 twins. Uh, yeah, I like the ER6Ns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Great bikes. So the Isle of Man in the Manx Grand Prix and in the TT, they have a class for that bike. It's called lightweight. And cool. it's also referred to um, as super twins. So in the lightweight class, they race ER650s and they race SVs. And you can you can bring a two stroke two fifty into that class also. Nice. Ooh, that that's that's a little bit out of my price range and also um, my learning range to convert someone from two stroke to f- from four stroke to two stroke. There's a huge learning curve there, and mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. have never participated in the two stroke world. Mm. But as far as. Uh, running a ER6N here at home this year, I think we're going to jump to the Super Twins class. Cool. Mm, here nice. I, got one,
6: uh, I got one with some upside-down forks and an R1 rear shock if you want to take a look at it. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's mm. a pretty oh, easy swap from snap. what I get. Mm. Yeah. The, yeah. You knock Your bike is fun to ride, dude. It's pretty <laughs> fun. It's, so, <laughs> it doesn't sound good, but it, no, it <laughs> sounds like dog shit. It sounds like total dog Super shit. Super Trap!
7: <laughs> right, right. So with, mo- trap. with Moto America making these changes this year, to um, having a twins class to participate at the professional level. Um, I, I would love to, to participate in the American round um, at Sears Point of professional racing. There's a lot of um, work that has to be done in our club racing in order to qualify for that. And also, you gotta have a bike first. Right. Yeah. But we're down in what? What are we? What are we down in September now? So it's all about looking forward to 2018, and that's that's all part of getting a game plan together for the coming year. Is is getting a new bike and hoping that um, that I can put uh, entry in for the Manx Grand Prix and Classic TT for 2018 and be able to sample both sides of the spectrum the classic um world and the manx grand prix which encompasses the more modern equipment
0: that's that sounds fantastic yeah well yuri thank you so much for showing up and sharing with us it sounds like you had an incredible time
6: you have any shout outs you want to make or sure sure
7: um i want to give a shout out to the um all the people that um encouraged me and helped me. I want to I wanna give a shout-out to the Recycle Garage, first of all, because <laughs> yeah. they've, they've, they've egged me on. They've helped me. You guys have all been a part of this. Acknowledgement. <laughs> uh, um, you know, there's there's the shops here in town that, that have helped out. Um, we All Ride and Steve at MoTeC. Um, I have people over on the island that helped me. Uh, Mr. Sean Webster, Dave Hagen um, in Ramsey. Carol and Arthur Smith helped me out on the island. Um, uh, who? Who? Uh, uh, I just draw a blank. Uh, draw, drew a blank it's here. Okay. Uh, Ke- Kevin Murphy helped me. Simon uh, Hampson helped me on the island. Um, <clears throat> Tim at TJ Racing helped me all week. Um, uh, my mom and dad. They were there supporting me. My wife Becky, she yeah. she was there helping me and support me all Excellent. along the way. Um, there's a myriad of photographers over on the island that I can't thank enough. Mark Falconer, uh, Peter Callister, uh, Tracy at
0: Tracy's Photography. Th- who who was the uh, writer that wrote that article about you? And took some photos. I just saw it like a couple days ago. Oh,
4: in the Sentinel, the you the
0: mean? Sentinel? Yeah, in the Sentinel,
7: Santa Cruz Sentinel. Uh, um. So, um, at the Sentinel, uh, Juan Reyes contacted me, and he wrote us a, a, a absolutely fantastic article for our local yeah. paper. Yeah, that San was really cool. Sentinel. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that ended up that ended up really making my my whole day when i got home because it, it just it, it showed up when sure. you know a day after i um you're kind of a big deal around here
2: <laughs> well,
7: whether you like it or not yeah I don't, I don't really like to think about it like that i'm just uh you know someone that that that's an enthusiast we can and, tell and it's, it's all about
0: passion yeah. And, yeah and 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 the you're so humble about it and it's one of your best qualities i think and Thanks. That I, and you can I, ride the fuck out of a bike. You know? <laughs> 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 it's so much fun motor. riding with you, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, super just, it's Again, thank you so much for sharing. And it's, it's good to have you back. And, and we're going to see more of you. And that's cool. And, and we'll probably hear more about this trip down the line. But right now it's time for the Craigslist part. Board pick
4: of the Week. We're bringing it back, y'all, this week.
0: We have dueling porn picks. Jim has something. Also, Yuri has something. Oh, and Yuri's pick is actually not from Craigslist, but fuck you. No, 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 no. I, I, I found oh, one. Oh, you found one on yeah, Craigslist. Okay. Yeah, I found yeah one. All right. Did. So
3: who wants to go first? Jim, go first. All right. I will go first. Um, so what I found is, of course, a Jixer.
0: <laughs> is it sick? Sick, <laughs> sick Dixier, bro. You got some swell marks on your jixxer.
3: <laughs> and I know it's good because it's from San Jose.
4: <laughs> totally swell.
0: Oh, I think this is where the eight, eight rolls of duct
3: tape and, and two bales of wire. Comes. <laughs> well, I know it's a good deal because it comes with uh, a new chain and sprockets. <laughs> and That's fin- worth it right there. it has a new <laughs> fender eliminator. All right, so wow. j- just to... Um, uh, clarify
0: there. I, I did put an eight hundred dollar limit on these picks tonight.
3: So, uh, so this is the uh, all right. Well, it's an eight hundred dollar Jixter, seven fifty. All right. Well, fuck you then. It's a, it's a grand for Jigster. and that's my that's my fucking pick. Fuck you.
0: All right. Well, okay. So we'll read the ad. What,
3: what's the deal? I have a clean title, ninety six Jigster seven fifty for a grand. Boiled out, lined the gas tank, rebuilt the fuel pump and front brake master cylinder, cleaned the carbs. We'll come with an extra set of front forks, <laughs> a chain of sprockets, new brake pads, front and a uh, back, and a new windscreen. A new windscreen for my Gixxer, And a new fender eliminator. Undertale. Need gone ASAP. Clean title. But I'm telling you, for a grand, you can let drop, me, you can drop s- a grand on a 750 race Let bike. me see this thing here.
0: Um, what we're looking at is did, did it say a Jixer in the back of a truck without a seat or a rear cowl, on. <laughs> or did it zero did it, fairings, was, zero windshield? Was um,
4: was the, was the clean title in quotes?
0: <laughs> may or may not. Ninety six Jixer. Um, oh, the fairings are all on the, on the ground uh, along with the front <laughs>
3: forks. So, so put
1: it together. It's a
3: project
1: for a thousand dollars and take it home.
3: Yeah not bad hey you got a track bike you know that's grand listed okay so, so he said he
0: boiled out the li- and lined the gas tank the gas tank so oh, I can, I can, about only, I can yeah. only imagine he means creamed it um with what <laughs> did he make a yeah. of tea in there? well <laughs> for a thousand dollars um you can buy a new gas tank okay let's put that on hold here and pass it around so people it can see be it running and then, for thousand dollars <laughs> Yuri U- what do you got okay so what I got
7: tonight is a 91RM250. No, th- Dog Doug's hard. And this is... A- <laughs> I've been hard. It's <laughs> hard. And this is out of Culver City, California. And this thing, it says, this this bike was used in a Nitro Circus episode. <laughs> what? I'll and, be right there. And parachuted off a cliff.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I <crap>. wouldn't. it.
7: <laughs> F- fully, fully rebuilt, clean title... Damn. what? What year? Never. 91 RM250. Okay, oh, let's see it. Here's what I'll say. Pass
0: that shit. Oh, I was like, yeah, right. Doug, don't the, drool
7: on here, me. Here's what I'll don't say. drool
0: on look, me. Look, look, give, motherfucker. you pack fucking up the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: the leather jacket that I wear is a $400 leather jacket that was worn once in a movie in Hollywood, and I got it for $120. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone needs to go buy this right so, now. So
7: I'm looking at the ad, though, and... CA Plate, it, though. It, from what I understand... Culver City, California is where all the studios are. Yeah. It's a porn oh, knock, right? Yeah.
3: So
0: I think that's so San Fernando scene. Valley. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the seat might be a little muddy. But it's it's completely clean, even though it's got a horrendous color scheme.
7: <laughs> 91 was awesome for the color <laughs> yeah, scheme. Dude, that was a it's like 91 I had color jams
0: scheme. that were less colorful than this. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> smokes. That's porn shit wow. there, homie. You,
7: you wanted a porn pick, you got it. So it was only crumpled off a cliff and rebuilt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Has
5: a plated frame.
4: Well, if it was parachuted, I mean, did it? I wonder how bad it, how badly it got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like it, was, it slowed, like,
2: right?
6: It parachute? you Well, I mean, you could just check out the
0: episode. All right, we got a 91 <laughs> RM250, which looks fucking badass. Plus, it's got cred on, on uh, Nitro Circus, right? Uh, we also have a 96 Jixxer mean, 750 that's in pieces. We don't know if it's running or fucking anything. Gixter, bitches. <laughs> Anybody, for like <laughs> Anybody for the It's like a
1: psychedelic giraffe paint.
0: Anybody for the Jixxer, say I. Yeah, I, I want to party. You down? Anybody for the aye. RM250 say aye. 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 <laughs> Yuri, you win. You know what you win? <laughs> What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Game's over. That's better, than, <laughs> that's better than everything, right? Yeah. yeah. So we got, we got like better three or four Gixxer. quick emails we want to read here. Knock, um, why don't you go first? All right.
6: I got one from uh, Andrew Campbell titled Rusty Tank. First off, thanks for the great podcast. I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Honestly, didn't think it would be so entertained by it.
0: <laughs> You're not alone. You only <laughs> listen
6: to like a couple. Didn't you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have an issue with my rusty R75 slash tank. I have rebuilt the carbs and replaced the fuel line every and have two petcocks. But the tank needs to be dealt, uh, still needs to be dealt with. I've seen so many different ways online, but I would really like your input: cleaning and possibly relining the tank. Uh, one last thing, I've owned a few. Th- one last thing, I've owned a few bikes that uh, mm-hmm. seem to be a favorite of the members here, mainly an SV650, titled XR650R, <laughs> nice, uh, Speed Triple, uh, which Sweet. was a tuned tri- with had a, with, which has a tuned track Daytona motor named the STD. Ooh, right. Car- oh, straight, straight nar, nar nar nar. <laughs> Uh, but I must say the best all around motorcycle I've ever ridden was value wise, especially was a Suzuki Bandit 1200. Oh, Did you hear that, oh,
2: Emma Dolly? Emma
6: Dolly, fury. <laughs> with uh, with some eBay searches, the suspension parts and Dale Walker for engine parts, it uh, it's a bike that can keep up with most anything on the street. Emma, is the 1250 better? Uh, thanks for everything. Well, yeah. you,
0: you, uh, what's you the gentleman's should... name who, or woman's name who wrote this? Uh,
6: this guy's name is Andrew Campbell. Andrew, you're tickling a lot of, a lot of. Yeah. Surprises. twelve hundred and at twelve fifty bandit. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Fifty cc. It sounds the like horse. you should
1: come Fastest to the garage. Thought. It
6: sounds like you need to be here. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, just So, doing the tank. What do visit. you think? I mean,
0: um, I've seen... our our process here is. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Our process here is is get a handful of nuts <laughs> and preferably <These> nuts? like <laughs> d- yeah, D-size so nice. nuts. Yes. Get
6: like I'm so disappointed. Maybe in like it,
0: 15 <laughs> nuts that are not small enough to get caught in the creases of the internals of that tank. Mm. Count them as you plunk them in. Yeah. Mm. Good point. Put some gas in, shake the shit out of it put the cap on. Make sure these nuts are magnetic because if they're stainless, you're not going to get them out because you need a magnet to get uh-huh. them out. So, put some steel nuts in there. Mm-hmm. Shake the shit out of it. Dump it upside down. Empty everything out. The, most of the gas is going to come out.
1: Okay, can I totally um, do- Hold on.
0: <laughs> Uh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. No, I it's, heard of using chain. You can use jack. Chain. You can use chain too. Just something yeah, that you whatever. can get out of there and it scrapes most of the rust off. And as long as you put fresh gas in, don't let any moisture in, that rust will, it won't re- it'll subside, but it'll, it'll not get worse. So the I mean, air. it really depends on how bad the rust is. Yeah. If you want to go all out and get rid of all the rust, you get uh, the cream kit and then you acid burn the inside of the tank. And then you gotta dry it, and then well, put and the you coating also on. You
6: could do the metal rescue.
0: You
4: could do, you could just naval navel jelly with the bolts or something. Yeah. Well, also it really depends on how bad it is. You know, you but, can get something yeah.
3: you can attach to a drill, like a, a welding iron or something like that, that'll bend into the tank and brush it yeah. out. like that as well.
1: Oh, okay, can I totally go girl now?
3: No, it's like ahead. a, Have it's
1: like a scrub right, for the inside of the tank. So we have salt scrubs, we have sugar scrubs. You don't want to do that because you can't for sure get it out of your tank. So you want to do a metal filing or a small, like you said, nuts. Go small, mm-hmm. right? Shake it around so that you have very small grains doing like an, uh, like sanding,
3: yeah, is
0: that so? The, the, yeah. the problem is getting them out. Right, so right. they done. need to be
1: metallic. You have so that to count exactly a, how many are magnet. in there,
0: and they have to be small enough to not get stuck in the corners or of the gas tank. Big enough to not get stuck. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Big yeah. enough to get not stuck in the
6: in the corners. And mm, e- like e- even colors? using this method, I have. Yeah. Nobody's nuts. as okay, as big me. I I'd like, I'd like to know if a guy is planning to repaint the tank because and you can also get it ele- electrolytically removed. You Either can do a radiator shop and they can yeah. do that for you. Also or look at the cost rescue. and energy and time yes. versus just
0: getting one that's yeah. uh, clean, used, cool. and 75 yeah. I don't know. That might be a, one of those vintage tanks. But that I've that you known really people can. that have used all of yeah. these different methods. All of them have worked, and it's yeah. a lot of work but you know, Just
6: some methods will work better with different tanks. Run like five like, fucking filters.
5: <laughs> yeah, definitely no. filter no. <laughs> I Replace think... filter every day you're good. Yeah. I,
1: I think if you can get a new one for a reasonable amount um, that's great. Also consider paying yourself minimum wage while you're trying to <laughs> clean it out <laughs> yeah. and yeah. what the
8: chemicals are going to cost, etc. Well, yeah.
0: Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. Uh, Sonia, you have an email.
8: I do, from Ben Blass. Um,
0: Hey, Ben. It
8: says, hey, Misfits, long-time listener and fellow meto- motosexual.
3: I'm sorry. Ooh, this should be good. <laughs> Big fan
8: of the up-the-butt question. And <laughs> 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 the answer is one of my favorite parts of guest interviews on your show. Well, everyone has one... Sorry, can't re- read it. And, it's okay. Um. Close well, the everyone eye. has... One bike to rule them all, what do you think the best mix of bikes is? If you had to kid out your garage to do a little of everything, what would you choose and how many bikes would you need to do it well?
3: Probably 13 or 14. I um, I would ask Steve McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> Ask somebody who's done no. that, maybe <laughs> or Fabio.
1: What size is your
8: garage?
0: <laughs> exactly. He just says um, my well, friends and I, I were talking about
4: it uh,
8: over some beers last week, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let, Heck let's,
0: yeah. Let's limit it to a one-car garage, the, just for the sake the, of argument. The answer is n plus one. Yes. Yeah. N <laughs> being the number you already own, and when you run out of space, build a plus left. one. So it would, oh, sorry. essentially, it's it's. Uh, a different shoe for a different
6: night out. It would right. be a it would be a dual oh. sport and a standard for me. Yeah. Because a dual sport you could always convert. But you have Super more mono. room. You have more room. Right, but I know if it was like two bikes, it would be like a dual sport type bike cuz you can it's versatile either way. You could turn into a supermotard or you could put like knobbies on it. And so dirt, it would be a shitty dirt, dirt bike, you. but this you could still go off this road. This is this is an ideal
0: situation for you. Uh, and it's totally obtainable, so why don't you have it? I do.
6: <laughs> I do have a fucking standard 650, and I have my Supermotard. Uh, you said dual sport. Well, it, it, it is a dual, no, it's it's, a dual sport. Well, it's got Supermoto wheels on it, but I got a, I got a 21 up front. Okay. So <laughs> All right. I got it. It's it's done. All right. You're
0: the man. <laughs> that
1: was a happy butt shake. Uh,
0: <laughs> who's got an email? Uh, Bex, go ahead.
1: Oh, goodness. Thanks, Jim.
0: I'm not Jim. <laughs> yeah. Jim gave Thanks, it to you. Thanks, Douglas. Yeah, oh.
1: Jim punted off. All right. So Larry says, hey, misfits. Listening to the latest podcast, and as a Harley rider, had to chime in. <laughs>
2: no, right? here we, here we go. Liza's not here. Sorry, Larry.
1: <laughs> All right, so first off here in sunny Arizona, where temps are still running 105, the heat discussion is humorous. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. So the sense of community and the support of the dealerships is also something that adds to the Harley experience. Don't get me wrong, in many cases, we still refer to them as Steeler <laughs> but as I type my bike and my buddy's bike, who is also a Patreon subscriber, um, I'm imagining we are on a track to Boston for our upcoming eight-day exploration of New England
2: mm-hmm.
1: and cross-country jaunt. Nice. All it took was a phone call to Boston Harley, and they will receive hold and store our bikes until we arrive at no cost. That's a really cool thing, dude. Yeah, that's nice
2: awesome. Nice work,
1: Larry. Uh, Boston Harley, cool. Good Props. to know. All right, so it's little things like that that makes being a Harley owner special. I guess what Larry was is kind of solidifying from his anecdotal experience is that Harley has its- Community. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a community. There's a I think
8: there's huge
6: network a or Harley Davidson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, little stuff. perks that owners yeah. can get
4: just yeah. from being in the yeah, community too. Yeah, for sure. Too.
8: Well, Larry's asking misfits. <laughs> y-
6: yeah,
1: exactly, Larry. I th- I find that there is a community here. Fit. We we have our community of Harleys and street bikes and uh, dirt bikes and just. People on two wheels, man. And,
0: and, and, and scooters.
1: And scooters. Sorry,
4: bagels. Horace scooters. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you for writing in.
1: And still living the podcast, Larry from Arizona. P.S. Tell Naked Jim that the Sub-Zero Wolf dealer in Montclair, New Jersey, sells high-end kitchen appliances, not motorcycles. <laughs> 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 no idea what that means. Best. But thank you, Larry, for That's your
0: input. Yeah, thanks for writing in. One more final email. Yuri. I'm just a voice here. I am di- not I'm not in on this one. It, it looks like just so. read the email. Yeah,
7: it looks like hate mail. <laughs> oh, so, no. So this is from Terry Drum. He says, "Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us get tired wrenching on shit and buy a warranty. I just like to ride. The harley the Harley is serving me well just like the victory kawasaki and honda i have had in the past thanks to tv for turning us on to you ease up on the bashing and just enjoy the ride <laughs> <laughs> whatever you happen to be on yep. sincerely hefe Woo-hoo. Thanks, Hefe. Hefe, uh, yes. My, my take well, on two thumbs on up.
4: Very well put. Thanks my, for writing
6: in, Hefe. My uh, <laughs> my take on this has as always been, I like all kinds of motorcycles, I like all kinds of riding, so that gives me the right to make fun of everything. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's pretty exactly. much how it works. <laughs> and as,
4: as somebody who has 12 broken down bikes right now, I can't agree with him more. I, I
0: gotta say, what I've noticed, and, and I'm, I'm not bashing, but we make fun of everybody. The only people that ride in and say we're bashing are Harley riders.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: we've been that's, proud of sport wait. bike guys all the fucking time. Time. Make fun of everybody. Hey, Doug, super motos are fucking suck, dude. Hey, <laughs> who's your boss? I'm going to email him. <laughs> HR will
0: hear about this. <laughs> Don't make me I you. kid, I kid. I'm just seeing a trend here. That's all. <laughs> um, well, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, I think it's time yeah, for right. us to go. Um, <laughs> How can they
5: find us? It's this? been a great day. Oh. Uh, online, bitch, uh, <laughs> on the website. <laughs>
6: yeah, on the website. Everybody knows how to
0: face. Use your favorite Everywhere. search
6: engine. Good night, everybody. My name is Douglas.
4: All right, we well, like thank
6: you to I'm... our Patreon subscribers. By the oh, yes. uh, we got a whole bunch of a slew of new ones, and uh, we're going to try to keep the content uh, fresh and awesome for you guys. How do you How do, do you become anything? a subscriber? Go to Patreon and go give us money, and you click that. It's very button. easy. Idea. Yeah, you, well, get, you get you get special
0: gotta, deals on special episodes, and you get you get your name on a T shirt and shit.
1: <laughs> so so you can uh, Facebook us, and then there's a link to the Patreon. Subscribe. On, That'll uh, take you to uh, Patreon uh, with our direct link.
4: And I think there's a link on MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, right? Yes, yes. yes. there is. Yes. 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 Just go there. Well, MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com
6: used... and <laughs> they'll find everything. Our Facebook's the whole deal. Jesus, that all was stuff. like
7: twisting arms to get you to I know, people right? <laughs> get people to come over, huh? <laughs> 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 thanks, right. for, thanks for letting us all know how to get, get in touch. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: You can <laughs> also just come by the garage, man.
6: Any Sunday. Just call Doug. He's got a personal number that he told <laughs> I do. <laughs> what's your cell phone and number, Dad? It's, it's on my Facebook. I got nothing
0: to hide. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to hide. <laughs> All right. All so, right. So we're going to wrap this up? Let's get out of here. Anybody else got anything else to say? All
6: right. All right. Oh, Don't you guys good. have a ride coming up? Oh. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Go ahead. Do you have a ride coming up? I'm asking you a question.
0: Yeah, we have a... Day of the Dead ride, vampires MC. Day of the Dead. It's the that annual that one ride. Day. What? It's that one day. That one day. It's the first Sunday of November.
1: <laughs> remember, remember the fifth of the November, n- right? It's, it's, it's a Sunday like the
0: Sunday after the Halloween. Wow, I should have never asked Halloween. you that question. <laughs> no
2: shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fix it and <in> post, motherfucker. <laughs> nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay tuned for that ride. Yeah, folks. so that ride's
0: coming up. Uh, it's a it's a uh, memorial ride. We meet at Firefly, uh, which is a new joint because. Pergilacy was lame and closed down, and I was like, I was riding down to Santa Cruz today. And I was like, I have half an hour to burn before I got to open the garage. I want to get a coffee. Where do I go? Oh, I'll go to Pergil. No, mm. not Pergilacy. <laughs> so where did I go? I went to uh, stupid Santa or Santa Cruz coffee coffee roasters. It was dumb.
3: <laughs> 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 no, it's, just, it's not the same. It's just not I will same. say, Firefly is a cool second choice because they've been around for a while we're, and they're local cool people. We're scouting. So. They, so they, got a a lot. they got a nice parking we're lot. We're scouting,
0: so if you yeah, want it's us easy to, pop, to use your venue as a starting point, then let us know. So <laughs> it's, it's it's a transition. We're trying out do?
5: Firefly or may or may not work out.
0: Yeah. And uh, we Let's go see. for a lead ride and then uh, go for Mystery meat Barbecue and Stupid Human Tricks. And that's mm-hmm. the first first uh, Sunday of November coming up. Sounds so. like a fun yeah. day
1: Sunday. Yeah. Anybody else have
0: anything you. before we try to close this up? Wrap it up, B. Sunday, Sunday. Where's the echo? <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, Good night, <laughs> everybody. My name is Douglas. We got... Mm, bagel. Howard. Sonia. Thanks. Yuri.
8: This
3: is Knock. Charlie. Micah. This is Knock. Oh, I wanted to add one more thing here. <laughs> God
1: damn
2: it! <laughs> <laughs> and we damn
3: out! It. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>